Blog Talk Radio. You are solely responsible for your interactions with other listeners of the Love Zone USA. You understand that the Love Zone USA does not in any way screen its listeners, nor does the Love Zone USA inquire into the backgrounds of its listeners or attempt to verify the statements of its listeners. The Love Zone USA makes no representations or warranties as to the conduct of its listeners or their compatibility with any current or future listeners. In no event shall the Love Zone USA or Blog Talk Radio be liable for any damages whatsoever, whether direct, indirect, general, special, compensatory, consequential, and or incidental, arising out of or relating to the conduct of you or anyone else in connection with the use of this service, including without limitation bodily injury, emotional distress, and or any other damages resulting from communications or meetings with other listeners of this service or persons you meet through this service. You agree to take reasonable precautions in all interactions with other listeners of the Love Zone USA, particularly if you decide to meet in person. In addition, you understand that the Love Zone USA makes no guarantees, either expressed or implied, regarding your ultimate compatibility with individuals you meet through listening to the Love Zone USA. The Love Zone USA. The Love Zone USA. Thank you. 
Welcome to the Love Zone USA. This is yours truly, your host, Mike T. It's the place where you can listen to your heart and we live, love, and learn. We're here to educate, elevate, and entertain. And you can check us out on all the platforms because we're spreading love all over the world. How are we doing that? Well, you can hear us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Spotify, yeah, all of those platforms, and Blog Talk Radio. I'm going to be with you from now until 10 p.m. It's a pleasure to do this show tonight, as it always is. And for those of you who are new listeners to the Love Zone USA, what we do here mainly is talk about love. We try to make it so that you get an education about love and The most important part of love is dating, dating, finding the right one for you. And we do that the majority of the time. The other times that we don't do that, we talk about love in a different way. The love of music, the love of life, the love of community. We try to put love in everything we do because the most powerful thing on earth is love. And we want to spread that all around the world. Tonight, we've got a different sort of love And it's the love of people who are celebrities. From time to time, we like to feature celebrities. And in this particular, you know, segment tonight, we like to call it a champagne toast and tribute to the stars. That's our segment tonight. And we're featuring, as we did last week with Mr. Phil Perry, this is Black Music Month. And we thought we'd bring you some history tonight. History in the form of live history. You know, usually when they have Black History Month in February, well, they talk about Frederick Douglass and Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks. Well, tonight I'm bringing you some live history, living history, right here tonight with what I would call a legend and an icon. Yes, I said that word. (laughs) Icon. We're going to define that tonight. And this woman defines it better than anybody. In the music business. She defines the word icon. What is her name? Her name is Dionne Warwick. Dion Warwick, W-A-R-R-I-C-K. That's her name. You know her better as Dion Warwick, W-A-R-W-I-C-K. Don't get it twisted. We are here to educate, elevate and entertain. You're going to learn tonight. So she is our guest tonight, and it is my pleasure, my honor. I am so humbled that this woman is here tonight. I've been a fan, (laughs) like with Phil Perry, in my teenage years. I had the pleasure of meeting her later on in life. We'll talk about that. But most importantly, when I say the word legend, 
and the word icon together and living to be called both is truly unique. So with no further ado, we're going to get into her uh, interview. She has a new album out entitled She's Back. Yes, indeed she is. And I'm glad that she's graced us with her presence tonight. We're going to try to do our best to do her justice. I think I can. I will. And you can guarantee it. On this evening, Thursday, we like to uh, welcome each and every one of you, especially any new listeners listening. I could actually play two hours of her music. There was enough of it. But I decided... I'm just going to do the one-hour interview and incorporate her music into that one hour. The, I guess, reason I'm doing that instead of the full two hours and playing it in the front and the back of the interview is because I just want you to hold tight. I want you to anticipate this because this is a big one. This is a big one. So I thought I'd try to cram it into an hour, which you can't really do, but um, I think I got enough, and there's so much music that this woman has recorded. (laughs) I decided that we got to bring her back. (laughs) Her album is called She's Back. Well, we're going to bring her back. But right now, with no further ado, I think I'm going to kick it off with uh, some music that you'll hear every Sunday, because we all have... uh, Several different shows on the the Love Zone USA Network, as we like to call it, for now. And this is called Never Leave Me. It's a gospel song, type of music here on Sundays. And that's the background of our guest tonight. She came from gospel. So I thought we'd kick it off with this one particularly, with uh, Never Leave Me. And it features John Phillip. The kind of music you hear on Sundays at 4 p.m., be sure to check her out. Our host, Tasha Little Queen, she plays music like this on the Love Zone USA Hip Hop Christian Connection every Sunday at 4 p.m. with music like this. You'll never leave me. People come and go, and the seasons change. But I'm glad your love. Searched far and wide, I dreamed every night for a love that Closer than any brother Who loves like no other Now need to let me go You'll never 
what's up, y'all? This is Charlie Wilson, and you're listening to... The Love Zone USA, where you can listen to your heart, and we live, live and learn. And learn.
my man right there, Stevie Wonder. Yeah, that's the one I, I guess I most wanted to meet when I, uh, you know, got a chance to get in this business. And I got a chance to meet Mr. Stevie Wonder in 1979. He's a friend of mine. Here on the Love Zone USA, we got more good music coming up. And we've got uh, some special music with a special guest tonight as we pay tribute to the one and only Miss Dion Ward. She'll be here around 8.30 or so, so stick around. Don't go anywhere. We got more music, and I'm going to kick that off in just a second. I want to remind you that every Friday we have my man, Tony Diamond. Tony, Tony Diamond's in the house with the countdown, and he's here every Friday with the top seven songs of the last seven days. Be sure to check him out. He gives it to you straight with no chaser. Yeah, you get the best of today's R&B with a little bit of reggae, hip-hop, and some special mixes. Be sure to check them out tomorrow night. That's tomorrow night promptly at 8 p.m. Right now, I'm going to take you to more music before we get ready and uh, get our guest in here. She'll be here around 8.30 or so, and I'm looking forward to that. Excited? Yeah, I don't use that word often, but uh, I'm excited to have her here on the Love Zone USA. And she says she's going to Put some love into the house tonight. Mm, I believe that's right. As we continue with more good music, here's another one of my favorites featuring Mr. Frankie Beverly. It's Maze. It's entitled, What Goes Up Must Come Down on the LoveZoneUSA.com.
Hi, this is Phil Perry. And when I listen to love songs, I listen to Love Zone USA with Mike T. Doesn't get any better. Oh, 
The Love Zone USA. Back to back to back to back to back to back. Let me tell you something that happened to me. Why did she leave? Well, that's my buddy Phil Perry, who was here last week as we're celebrating June. Black Music Month, trying to bring you the best of black music, as well as recording artists who have contributed to this uh, genre of music. And we're going to be back with my special guest, 
spending an evening with none other than Dion Warwick. We're going to be doing that. So stick and stay. Don't go away. Go to Facebook. Go to Twitter. Go to Instagram. Tell your friends to get ready because she'll be coming up right after this. Want to hear your music on an amazing HD quality stereo portable sound system at your next beach pool party barbecue picnic while entertaining friends and family? Well, all you need is the Masterpiece Portable Bluetooth Amplifier, which plays music on a rechargeable battery for up to 15 hours. It comes with remote control, has a local radio auxiliary port plugging in your TV, CD, or any other stereo device to hear music, movies, and amazing stereo sound, USB port, and of course, streaming music via Bluetooth from your laptop, tablet, or smartphone. FM radio replaced AM radio because of stereo. HD TV replaced two TV due to superior high definition sound and picture quality. But by purchasing the Masterpiece Bluetooth Portable Amplifier, it will replace your Bluetooth speaker, which is mono, and only one speaker, with the ability to connect to any two regular speakers streaming music or movies in amazing HD stereo sound with this small portable device. Get yours today. Be sure to use the coupon code by the announcer when ordering at the end of this commercial. Remember, listening to music or movies, stereo is much better than mono, and two speakers are always better than one. That's right. Two speakers are always better than one. And be sure when you uh, send your information in, just uh, email sales at masterpiececorp.com and put TLZ USA in the subject line or just put the Love Zone USA. Simple as that. And we'll know it's from you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, with no further ado, I'm going to bring my guest on tonight. And uh, you know what? I have to say it. I'm, I'm going to read her bio. And uh I think you'll understand why I'm reading it once I finish. So bear with me, because this bio belongs to a person whose, uh, I guess, uh, moniker should start with an I, an I. And we're going to get to that after I tell you a little bit about her. Well, scintillating, soothing, and sensual best describes the familiar and legendary voice a five-time Grammy Award-winning music legend, Dionne Warwick, who has become a cornerstone of American pop music and culture. Warwick's career, which currently celebrates 50 years, has established her as an international music icon and concert act. She has earned more than 60 charted hit songs, sold over 100 million records, she began singing professionally in 1961 after being discovered by young songwriting team Burt Bacharach and Hal David. She had a first hit in 1962 with Don't Make Me Over. Less than a decade later, she released more than 18 consecutive, hear me out, 18 consecutive top 100 singles, including her classic Bacharach David recordings Walk On By Anyone who had a heart, message to Michael, promises, promises, a house is not a home, Alfie, say a little prayer, this girl's in love with you, I'll never fall in love again, reach out for me, and the theme from Valley of the Dolls, Warwick and her songwriting team, Burt Bacharach and Hal David, racked up more than 30 hit singles and close to 20, 20 best-selling albums during their first decade together. Warwick received her first Grammy Award in 1968 for a mega hit, Do You Know the Waves, San Jose, 
and a second Grammy in 1970 for the best-selling album, I'll Never Fall in Love Again. She became the first African-American solo female artist of her generation to win the prestigious award, the best contemporary female vocalist performance. This award was only presented to one other legend, Miss Ella Fitzgerald. Other African-American female recording artists certainly earned their share of crossover pop and R&B hits during the 1960s. However, Warwick preceded the mainstream success of her peers by becoming the first such artist to rack up a dozen consecutive top 100 singles from 1963 to 1966. Warwick's performance at the Olympia Theater in Paris during a 1963 concert starring the legendary Marlene Dietrich skyrocketed her to international stardom. As Warwick established herself as a major force in American contemporary music, she gained popularity among European audiences, as well as in 1968, she became the first African-American female artist to appear before the Queen of England at a Royal Command performance. Since then, Warwick has performed before numerous kings, queens, presidents, and heads of state. Warwick's recording of songs such as A House Is Not A Home, Alfie, Valley of the Dog, and The April Fools made her a pioneer as one of the first female artists to popularize classic movie themes. Warwick began singing during her childhood years in East Orange, New Jersey, initially in church. Occasionally, she sang as a soloist and fill-in voice for renowned drinkard singers, a group comprised of her mother, Lee, along with her aunts and uncles. During the teens, Warwick, her sister, Dee Dee, started their own gospel group, the Gospel Airs. Warwick attended the Hart College of Music in Hartford, Connecticut, and during that time began making trips to New York to do regular session work. She sang behind many of the biggest recording stars of the 1960s, including Dinah Washington, Sam Taylor, Brooke Benton, Chuck Jackson, and Solomon Burke, among many others. It was at this time that a young composer named Burke Bacharach heard her sing during a session for the Drifters and asked her to sing on demos of some new songs he was writing with his new lyricist, Al David. In 1962, one such demo was presented to Skepter Records, which launched a hit-filled 12-year association with the label. Known as the artist who bridged the gap, Warwick's soulful blend of pop, gospel, and R&B music transcended race, culture, and musical boundaries. In 1970, Warwick received her second Grammy Award for the best-selling album, I'll Never Fall in Love Again, and began a second decade of hits with Warner Brothers Records. She recorded half a dozen albums with top producers such as Tom Bell, Holland Doja Holland, Jerry Ragavoy, Steve Barry, and Michael Marshall. In 1974, she hit the top of the charts with Then Came You, a million-selling duet with the Spinners. She then teamed up with Isaac Hayes for a highly successful world tour, A Man and a Woman. In 1976, Warwick signed with Arista Records, beginning a third decade of hit-making. Arista Records label mate Barry Manilow produced her first platinum-selling album, Dion, which included back-to-back hits, I'll Never Love This Way Again, and Deja Vu. Both recordings earned Grammy Awards, making Warwick the first female artist to win the Best Female Pop and Best Female R&B Performance Awards. Warwick's 1982 album, Heartbreaker, co-produced by Barry Gibb, uh, and the BGs 
became an international chart topper in 1985. She reunited with composer Burt Bacharach and longtime friends Gladys Knight, Elton John, and Stevie Wonder to record the landmark song, That's What Friends Are For, which became a number one hit record around the world and the first recording dedicated to raising awareness and major funds for the AIDS cause in support of AMFAR, which Warwick continues to support. Throughout the 1980s and 1990s, Warwick collaborated with many of her musical peers, including Johnny Mathis, Smokey Robinson, Luca Vandross, Jeffrey Osborne, Kashif, and Stevie Wonder. Warwick was also host of the hit television music show, Solid Gold. In addition, she recorded several theme songs, including Champagne Wishes and Caviar Dreams for the popular television series Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous and The Love Boat for the hit series from Aaron Spelling. More recently, Warwick recorded an album of duets, My Friends and Me, for Concord Records, a critically acclaimed gospel album, Why We Sing, for Rhino Warner Records, and a new jazz album, Only Trust Your Heart, a collection of standards celebrating the music of legendary composer Sammy Kahn for Sony Red MPCA Records. More recently, Warwick has added author to her list of credits with two best-selling children's books, Say a Little Prayer and Little Man. And a first best-selling autobiography, My Life, As I See It, for Simon & Schuster. More recently, Warwick recorded an album of duets, My Friends and Me. Uh, my little page went somewhere. <laughs> and uh, let's see, where was I? My Friends and Me. And always one to give back. Warwick has supported and campaigned for many causes and charities close to her heart, including AIDS, the Starlight Foundation, Children's Hospitals, World Hunger, Disaster Relief, and Music Education, for which she has been recognized and honored and has raised millions of dollars. She served as Global Ambassador for Health Ambassador for the United Nations, Food and Agriculture Agriculture Organization, FAO. A New Jersey school was named in her honor, the Dionne Warwick Institute, in recognition of her accomplishments and support of education. Warwick was also a key participating artist in the all-star charity single, We Are the World, and in 1984 performed at Live Aid, celebrating 50 years in entertainment and the 25th anniversary of That's What Friends Are For. Warwick hosted and headlined an all-star benefit concert for World Hunger Day in London and will continue to do annually, was honored the Desert AIDS Project with its prestigious 2011 Steve Chase Humanitarian Arts and Activation Award, was recognized by AMFAR in a special reunion performance alongside Elton John, Gladys Knight, and Stevie Wonder, and its anniversary gala in New York City, and was honored by Clive Davis at his legendary pre-Grammy party gala. Most recently, Warwick was inducted into the Grammy Museum in Los Angeles, where a special 50th anniversary exhibit was unveiled and a historic program and performance was held in the Clive Davis Theater, hosted by Clive Davis. Burt Bacharach and Grammy Museum Executive Director Bob Santelli. Currently, Warwick just completed recording a new studio album commemorating her 50th anniversary. Set for release this fall, the album is being produced by Phil Ramone, featuring special new material written by her longtime friend, legendary composer, Burt Bacharach. Warwick's pride and joy are her two sons, singer-recording artist David Elliott, award-winning music producer Damon Elliott, and her family. 
Warg has recently embarked on her 50th anniversary world concert tour, which will take her to all continents and countries that she has performed and visited throughout her illustrious and celebrated 50-year career. At this time, ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to a legend and an icon. Icon. I want to say that again. Icon. Here we are here to educate, elevate, and entertain. What is an icon? Well, Webster defines it as this, a person or thing regarded as a representative symbol or as worthy of veneration. What does that word mean? Great respect and reverence. I ask you to give this lady respect and revere her. Here she is, ladies and gentlemen. Dion Warwick. Oh. Hello, Dion. <laughs> Hi. My goodness. How are you? <laughs> I think I learned something about me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I wanted I'm our audience to know. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. We go back a long ways, you know. Uh, you might not remember, but I met you when you were married to my buddy, Bill Elliott. Uh-huh. You're right. I was married to him, that's for sure. <laughs> and uh, he's a, well, I have to say it now, you know, uh, Bill was a very good-looking man, and he was a singer and a drummer, and he played with Joe Thomas, and I met you while I was with Joe Thomas and Mike Bernardo. I'm, I'm sure you remember them. Oh, Absolutely. And he used to play at the Key Club, and and that's where we first met. But I was a young pup then, and uh, <laughs> didn't okay. I, I uh, had a lot of fun with Bill and Joe. Um, but uh, during those days, especially when they had his movie premiere in Newark, and I'm sure you remember that as well. Yes, I did, of course. So you and I go a long way back, although I have not been in touch. I've been trying to reach you, and, you know, it's hard to reach real icons. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Here I am. <laughs> yes, you are. So, Dion, I want to start off by asking you this question, which I've went gone through a lot of material to, uh, you know, prep this in, interview so it wouldn't be redundant. But my biggest question first to start off is, who are the people that you listened to before you started performing? That's one thing I couldn't find anywhere on the internet. Well, uh, my my mommy and my, my aunts and uncles, of course, the drinker singers. And uh, most of the okay. gospel groups that were at that point in time very, very popular and still are if you listen to gospel music. So you were, you were primarily not only singing, but you were listening to to gospel music. Oh, absolutely, yes. I come from a gospel singing family, which introduced me to some of the most prolific gospel singers that we know of now and, and will forevermore. Now, I understand that Sarah Vaughn is your godmother. Is that correct? I call her Aunt Seth. Uh, my mother... <laughs> went to school with her and so I was around her basically almost every day and uh, she 
she just uh, became a part of what, you know, an ancillary part of the family. So she became Aunt Seth. Wow. Wow. And I guess at the time, she she was performing, um, what, I guess, jazz at the time? And, uh, and mm-hmm. uh, was she doing Carnegie Hall then, or was she just doing clubs, or do you remember? Oh, she was doing everything. She was doing television. She was doing clubs. She was doing concert halls. Of course, she was making recordings. Uh, she was just an all-around, you know, you want to know what an icon is, that's an icon. <laughs> We'll we'll get into that a little later, but I I, <laughs> I just have to laugh because yeah that that's an icon Sarah Sarah Vaughn. <laughs> uh, but but help help me out with our audience here, Dion. Sarah was performing as an artist, and correct me if I'm wrong. We're we're talking the old days. I want to set this up for our younger people who are not aware. During that mm-hmm. time, black women, black artists normally performed in front of what we call the chitlin circuit and then black audiences and they would have to cross over correct me if i'm wrong sarah vaughn was probably the first black woman other than lena horn uh that appeared in in front of white audiences is that about right or is there someone else um no i think you have to include elvis gerald okay Okay. Uh, and and those were the women that I I recognized as being the first ones to literally perform instead of what are known as uh, the Caucasian persuasion. Um, but then you have also you have uh, Eartha Kitt, and Diane Carroll, who were very very prolifically known throughout the entire world as international stars. Now, with our audience, just to give a little more background to Sarah, she was singing primarily when I had discovered her, and that was years later. Uh, primarily, I, I knew Sarah Vaughn for, for, for doing jazz. Now, did she do other other music, Dion? Uh, well, if, uh, to know her from the beginning, she also played piano and organ in her church as a gospel singer. So that's how far back I go with her as a child. Um, she did jazz, but she also did, um, I don't think it was called pop music at that time. It was just called <laughs> music. Right, right. I'm going to speed up the clock here a little bit and go to where I want to go with, uh, I guess, your introduction to um, Bert Bacharach and and Hal David, but before that, I want to ask the question of: Did did you ever did you just sing or did you play any music? Uh, I know you went to the Hartford College. What did you study there? I was at the Hartford College of Music. My minor was piano. My major was education. Hmm. Mm. Music. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And then I heard that you sang background for Ray Charles and Sam Cooke. Is that correct? Yes, it is correct. And how did you? <laughs> now those are great. Those 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 are icons. <laughs> um, no doubt. Sam Cooke, uh, Ray Charles. How did you get? 
get discovered where they uh, hired you as a background singer? Just curious. You know, I was at the Apollo Theater with um, my my sister and, and cousin uh, during a, a period where my mother's group was uh, part of a gospel caravan. And a young man came in and needed singers to do background singing for Sam the Man Taylor and Nappy Brown. And, of course, he wanted one of the groups to, to do this, and they couldn't leave the Apollo because they were working. So I kind of opened my big mouth and said that, that we would do it, and he wanted to know who we were. And I told <laughs> him it was my group. So he gave us the address at Savoy Records. We showed up, and we did those oohs, ahs, and yeah, yeahs behind Sandy Mantella and Nappy Brown. And from that, uh, we were able to meet a young man who ended up, as it turns out, to play on all my recordings, a man named Bill Sykes, who was a guitarist. Mm -hmm. And he thought our sound was something that the studios in New York would certainly enjoy. And that was really how we got involved in doing background work in the studios in New York. Okay. Okay. Wow. Wow. Now, so so you also toured with Ray Charles and Sam Cooke. Am I correct in that as well? No, I toured with Sam Cooke, not Ray Charles. Okay. Sam Cooke. Mm-hmm. That had to be an experience. So now we're talking about the business of music and your background for Sam Cooke, who was appearing in front of mainstream audiences. Can you tell our audience a little bit about that experience, Dion? Well, I met Sam Cooke as well uh, when I was a teenager. Uh, He was a part of a group called the Soul Stirrers. And uh, for those uh, who are familiar with gospel music and gospel touring, uh, there were many, many gospel groups that would get together and do gospel caravans across the United Nations, United States. And as a result of knowing him at that period of time, uh, it was it was quite a joy to work with him on on my first tour, which was his tour. It was a Henry Wynn tour and basically done throughout the southern region of our country. And it was it was fun. Wow. Wow. This is just, you know, hearing it from somebody who lived it, who was there. I mean, we've read about it. We've seen it, him on TV, know his music. But to actually know somebody who actually was working with Sam Cooke, uh, that's just <laughs> all I can say is that's iconic. <laughs> I truly agree with you. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I want to do? I want to get into some music. We've we got a lot to talk about. I'm trying to get it in and, and, and get you out here at 930. I'm, I'm going to keep my promise, an hour interview, and that's it. I'm going to take some okay. calls from my audience. But right right now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to uh, play some music by Dion. And um, you know what? I'm going to kick this off with something. Uh, should we go way back? I got so much stuff here. Uh, <laughs> I, I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to play two songs, and I'm going to put Dion back in the green room. Dion, just hold on for a little bit. And what we're going to okay. do is 
when we talk about icons and legends, we talk about other people singing your songs or songs that you uh-huh. made famous. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to play a little bit of her song. Then I'm going to play a little bit of the person who redid a song that she made famous. And then we're going to come back okay. and talk to Dion. Would you? would you hold on for a second, Dion? I sure will. All right. Dion Warwick is my special guest, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm going to take you into a song that she made famous with this one. We're going to kick it off with A House is Not a Home, and this is a live version with Miss Dion Warwick on the Love Zone USA. A chair is still a chair. Even if there's no one sitting there But a chair is not a house And a house is not a home When there's no one there to hold you tight And no one there you can Good night A room Is still a room Even if there's nothing there Nothing there but room But a room Is not a house And a house Is not a home when the two of us are far apart And one of us has a broken, a broken heart Now and then I call your name And suddenly your face Oh, please be there, still in 
When I need a lethal weapon against the challenges of love, I'll call on the Love Zone USA. This is Danny Glover.
gentlemen that's the late great Luther Vandross when you make records or songs that touch children who grow up to sing your song again and I had the pleasure of uh, meeting Luther and more so the pleasure of knowing a little bit about him that he came in what second place at the Apollo every record label passed on his demo except for CBS, CBS Records while I was there. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? He's never seen a gold record. Why? Why? Because of yours truly. I created a status called Platinum in the record business. Not Sammy Davis, not uh, Chuck Berry, not Elvis Presley, not uh, Rolling Stones, not the Beatles. It was a record that I promoted called Disco Lady. That was the first platinum status single in the music industry by the RIAA. And this gentleman here grew up listening to Dionne Warwick. Never got a gold album. Why? All his albums were platinum. And for that, I say, that's what makes an icon. Dion, you know are you that. with me? Yes, I am. <laughs> are you with me? You don't have to say anything tonight uh, in regards to that. I think you know where I'm going. <laughs> you know, I grew up I listening to your music, playing it in my bedroom. I got to NJR. I got to FM radio. I got to satellite radio. And I got to internet radio. And I want to establish for our young people out there what an icon is. We're going to define that for you. So with no further ado, I want to uh, also say uh, it's about that time. We've got a half hour left. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to call in and speak to Dion Warwick, I'm going to open the phone line. The telephone number is 347-539-5729. That number again is 347-539-5729. If you'd like to say hello to Dion and let her know what her music has meant to you, feel free to give us a call right now. While I have her to myself, I'm going to get into some more of her music. And uh, Dion, before I get into the next one, 
tell our audience, you know, we like to educate for those young young people out there. And, and matter of fact, I'm going to go real quick into this because I think I need to. I saw your granddaughter, you know, uh, <laughs> okay. naturally, uh, you know, I'm familiar with Bill, and I know you had two, two, two uh, fine young men, Damon and uh, yeah. David. And I gotta, uh-huh. give, I gotta say, I gotta say, David sounds just like Sam Cooke. Were you playing a lot of Sam Cooke records <laughs> while he was a baby? <laughs> well, you know, David uh, played Sam Cooke in in the film Ollie. I, I know, I, I, and he sang. I was gonna play, it, but I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take time. I got to ask you, were you playing a lot of Sam Cooke while he was in the belly, the womb, or when he got <laughs> born? <laughs> Somewhere around there. I know. No, but Sam Cooke records were being played in my home all the time. <laughs> I got you. Well, he, he, he got that one. And and the other quick question for you is, let me let me get it right. Cheyenne, is that her name? Cheyenne or Cheyenne? Yeah, that's yes, that's, that's her name, Cheyenne. Cheyenne. Is she uh-huh. David's daughter or Damon's daughter? She's David's daughter. Who? David. She's David's oldest. Oh, daughter. David's daughter. Oh, okay, uh-huh. okay. Well, you you got a you got a star on your hands. I I, I think so too. <laughs> I, hope, I I would love to have her on the show, but tonight's your night. I just wanted to get that out there real quick because you know. And, and and also answer this for me. I, I read somewhere that Damon wrote um, Here and Now for Luther Vandross. Did he produce that or just write it? No, David wrote it. Oh, David wrote it. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, David and I heard and him speak. He and Terry, Terry Steele wrote uh, Here and Now. Here and Now. Okay. Gotcha. Well, uh, you 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 got your hands full. Um, I would I would I would suspect that you are making them aware of the pitfalls as well as the glorious parts of this music business we call show business. I, I, am I close? Correct? You're absolutely correct. As a matter of fact, they both have been on the road with me, so they have seen the good, the ups and the downs. Okay. Okay, that is that is amazing, and I, and I love that because in this business there's no better teacher than than uh, experience. There's no degree in Princeton. You can't get a degree in you know the Yale colleges or the Ivy League schools in the music business. The best way to get it is with someone who's been there on the road with Sam Cooke all the way till now. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and they both yep. had the opportunity, which I'm thrilled about, because it's also given them a very broad spectrum of what the world is truly like. So another another area I want to delve into real quickly, um, money. I want to kind of educate our young people about money who want to get into this business. Now, mm-hmm. it's um, been reported, and I guess that's all over the Internet, that you've had some many issues with the IRS. So my yeah. question to you, Dion, for the young people out there, since you've been in this business a long time, what advice would you give them about money, management, accounting, or an accountant that, from your experience, 
if you had to do it all over again, this piece of advice would help them. What would you say to young people uh, entering the music business of especially the money part? Those people that uh, we put our trust in, business managers and accountants, um, you really have to know them. You really, I mean, really know them. And unfortunately, I got caught in a situation with an accountant that uh, was not as fair or as nice to me or felt more about taking care of herself than she did about taking care of me. And it put me in a very, very precarious situation of which I'm dealing with. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a case of just know who you are getting into business with. And if you had to do it all over again, how would you vet that person for the young people out there who have the talent, but yet their mothers and fathers are, you know, trying to vet, I guess, people to handle that, that business aspect. Because as you and I both know, I had Smokey on the show and the one, one thing he said that I agree with a hundred percent of this uh, business we call show business. He said, 10% of it is show and the other 90% is business. <laughs> That's what I keep saying. It's the business of show. And, uh, right. you know, it's almost impossible to really know, okay, this one's going to be really good to me. It's going to take care of me and do what I hired them to do and pay them very well to do. Uh, you know, money is a very, very strange thing. And it does very mm-hmm. strange things to people. Uh, right. When it's, uh, when it's in, in large figures coming at them. They may think that they're entitled to dip in a little bit here and there, when in fact that's not the way it should really go. I wish I had taken more accounting courses in school, and I'd be doing my own accounting. However, you know, you have to find people that really that 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 know you, that believe in you, and that works two ways: you have to know them and believe in them, and hopefully, the outcome will be a good one. I got you. I got you. So now let's get back into some more music. I want to talk about Alfie. Alfie, one of your signature songs. Um, how did how did that song come about? And um, you know, uh, what did you feel about it when you first heard it? Alfie was written for the film Alfie, and uh, it was recorded by a young lady in England, Phila Black, for the the, the film itself. Um. I was the 47th person to record Alfie. And as it turns out, I was really the only one to have a hit record with it. So it all kind of worked itself out. I got you. Well, we're going to play that, and then we're going to get into some more of your music and come right back to you. We're going to talk and talk a little bit more about this business we call show. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I have her on the phone. It's Miss Dion Warwick. Telephone number is 347-539-5729. If you'd like to speak to her, just call that number and press 1. But right now, we're going to get into some more music. And this is Alfie by Dion Warwick on the LoveZoneUSA.com. Start it out, Alfie. All we meant to 
then I guess it is wise to be What's up? This is your man Joe. Catch me live on the Love Zone USA with my man Mike T. Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern and expecting to hear from you with Mike T on the Love Zone USA.com.
and I start to cry each time we meet. Walk on Dion Warwick, we got more of her music coming up and her biggest fan coming up to talk to her right after this. Want to generate more traffic and sales for your business starting now? Well, here's the marketing tool you've been looking for. What about advertising your business product or service to singles? Well, everybody knows singles have the most money to spend, and the LoveZoneUSA.com has accumulated the largest audience of singles on Internet radio. They've done this through a variety of shows discussing sex and controversial topics in the areas of relationships, dating, and marriage. They've also attracted celebrities to their show who are known by millions of listeners and fans, like The Temptations, divorce attorney Raul Felder, Gloria Allred, and Danny Glover. Your business will be exposed as a sponsor of a variety of shows with universal themes featuring love and music, celebrities, sex, and other controversial topics, offering your business maximum exposure to singles who have the most discretionary income to spend. So contact one of our business consultants today so they can show you how you can generate more traffic and sales to your website by becoming a sponsor of thelovezoneusa.com. And all you have to do is send an email real quick to sales at thelovezoneusa.com. Got my guest back on the phone, and guess what? I have a caller on the line, and caller's name is, hello, Jimmy, are you there? 
Yes, yes, sir. I am here. And where are you calling from, Jimmy? Yes, sir. I'm calling from Atlanta, Georgia, but actually Riverdale, but I like to say Atlanta. But so everybody don't know where I'm at. Okay. Well, I got you on the line with uh, Miss Dion Warwick, and what would you like to say to her? Okay, Miss Warwick, I didn't get to speak to you because you was on Chop. I mean, Chop Chop Live, and you were doing the the question and answer, and I was the guy named Jimmy that said I listen to your music every day. I pretty much could put in an album, play it to its entirety. Um. I have all your CDs. The only CDs I don't have is four, and that's three from the Warner Brothers area and your gospel CD from Spectre Records. But pretty much I got compilations, CDs, videos, DVDs, T-shirts. Even you, I even got two autograph shirt. I mean, um, two autograph photos, two T-shirts. Um, uh, everything Dion forever. That that's it. And before you say anything, before I say, oh, you're welcome. It's an honor to talk to you. And actually, I've seen you twice in concert already. I've seen you in Gulfport, Mississippi, when you had to tell that lady off from yelling out a drink um, at at the concert. You said, wait a minute. Uh, That was in Gulfport, Mississippi at the (laughs) Island Cafe. And then I saw you at um, the Peachtree Frederick Douglass Amphitheater when you had the big bug spray and say, I ain't never seen no bugs this big before. Um, <laughs> and you were at Peachtree um, City, Georgia. And I'm coming to see you August 23rd at the Fox Theater. I love you, Miss Warwick. Your music has inspired me. Um, my two favorite, I love all your songs from Little Green Apples to everything you recorded. But the two that always stand out to me is Being from the Valley of the Dogs and this a girl's in love with you. And, um, like I said, I listen to your music um, every day. My my roommates say, when are we going to turn Dion off? I say, as long as I'm still breathing, we're going to listen to Dion. And one more thing before you say something, um, I got to give um, a little hello to three people that love you, maybe four that love you just as much as I do. Miss Jane from the U.K., Miss Jane from uh, Indiana, and Jada from Chicago, and Lewis from Brazil. He can't wait to, for you to come back to Brazil. And we love you. We want to see you. I want. I bought the She's Back album. Actually, it's autographed. I got it next to my collectible. Because I even got collectible CDs. And I even got several copies of other CDs. So you are, I, I am, if I'm not your number one fan, I'm close second. <laughs> well, I think with all that, Jimmy, you are definitely my number one fan. I thank you so very much. Yes, I, I'm gonna support you to the. I'm, I'm just supporting you. I tell, I share your music with my friends. I even lip sync to some of your songs. Just to let, okay. like, I never love this way again. From uh-huh. um, not not dressed up as a, a girl, but just a guy that I just love the song so much. From the uh, hot live and otherwise version. I mean, you're just a spectacular performer. Just an overall beautiful woman. Thank you, darling. I appreciate that. You take good care. Okay, you made my night. All right. Thank you again. All right. Okay, Jimmy, we'd like right. to thank you for calling the LoveZoneUSA.com and uh, speaking to the woman that inspires you. 
Dion, how does that make you feel, you know, when you get a chance to talk to fans? Unbelievable. It's wonderful to know that people like Jimmy are my supporters. They've been around me. They love my music, and I appreciate that thoroughly, believe me. And we appreciate you for everything you've done. There's not too many artists out there that put their careers on the line, you know, for AIDS, uh, for all the things you've done, the school in East Orange, uh, and, and and the things you do outside of the business. People don't understand that back in the day, that was not what managers or record labels wanted you to do. When Stevie Wonder fought for, uh, you know, Martin Luther King to have a holiday, you know, this is what icons do. They sometimes become people. And uh, music industry, as I've been in it, managers and record labels will say, well, you're going to alienate the Democrats. You're going to alienate the Republicans if you do this. Stevie Wonder put his career on the line. Dionne Warwick was out there uh, way, way ahead of AIDS and, and supporting that. These are people, too, and that's what they do. That's what icons do. And, Dion, I just want to say thank you for it. Well, thank you. So we got some more music to play. I know I, oh, it's 9.32. If you'd hang with me just for a few, I got some music from your new album as well as a couple other tunes I want to play, and I'll let you go. I promise. I promise. Okay. All right. This one, What Color Is Love? from the She's Bad album. That was a duet, if I'm correct, with Kenny Lattimore. Am I right on that? Yes, that's correct. And who wrote that song? And tell us a little, tell our audience a little bit about it from your new album, She's Bad. Well, it's called She's Back, not bad. Oh, she's back. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She's Bad is, is definitely Michael Jackson. He's bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting these icons confused now. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> She's back. Song okay. Was by a young man out, out of Chicago, and it was brought to me by Damon and uh, Kenny Lattimore. He came in with his A game. He's singing like I've never heard him sing before. It's a pleasure singing with him. And before I get into another song that you sang with someone else, um, you know, we're going to do a couple of them. Uh, What the World Needs Now, naturally, we're going to close with that one. But uh, there was a close to you from uh, Dion Warwick and Friends. Um, You sang with a few people on that. Can you tell our audience about that one, the uh, Close to You song? Yeah, Close to You is with Maya. And uh, I love what she did. You know, she gave it her touch. And that's exactly what I asked everybody who was on that particular CD to do. You know, give me what they would do with the song, not what I would do. All right. Well, right now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do those two. We're going to come back with Miss Dionne Warwick, and then we'll close with, uh, you know, the new single from the album. Right now, I want to take you into... What Color is Love? This is Dion Warwick along with Kenny Lattimore on the LoveZoneUSA.com. Is it wrong or is it right? Is it black or is it white? What color 
Mesa. When I want to be loved good, I spend my evenings with Mike T on thelovezoneusa.com. He knows how to love you right.
Zone USA, where you can listen to your heart, and we live and learn. What do you get when you fall in love? A guy with a pin 
gentlemen you just heard some music by our guest tonight Dion Warwick Dion thank you so much yep. for coming out and uh, spending an evening with us I know a little bit over time I have one last song to play that I want to talk to you about but uh, we appreciate yep. you so much for stopping by and uh, spending pleasure. time with thank you, you the reason me. I huh beg your pardon I said thank you for inviting me I've had a wonderful time so far Oh, well, not as much as I've had, and I could do this uh, for another couple of hours with all the music that I had to choose from that you made my job very difficult because you got so much, so much of it. And as I didn't want you to talk about it, I wanted to, you know, I'm tired of in this world where Rosa Parks had to stand up on the bus and, and, and defend the civil rights. It's time for men to start stepping up. And I wanted to handle this icon issue from an education standpoint. And let me say something else before we get to our last record for you in your behalf. I want to say this. Dion, you were making records when they had to cross over. You opened some doors for a lot of recording artists when you were making pop records. When Burt Bacharach and Hal David they had to fight to get those records played on what we call white radio. It was R&B and white radio, pop radio, as they called it. Today, mm-hmm. artists can come out because of people like you and Michael Jackson, who I worked with. Michael said at one of the meetings that I was at, he said to, to, to CBS Records, he said they wanted to do a tour with him. He said, not unless you find a black promoter, a uh-huh. black promoter. And guess who that promoter is? It's the gentleman who's working with uh, the boxer, um, 
I, I can't think of his name offhand, but it was Michael Jackson that opened that door. Dionne Warwick opened the door for a lot of young singers like Maya. So they, they, would, they could have their records played not on MTV, but VH1, all at the same time going into black households and white households at the same time. That's because uh-huh. of this woman here, who, who, who in the mainstream sense of the word of pop music, she made it palatable for pop audiences to accept a black woman singing pop music. So for that, I thank you, Dion, for opening oh, wow. the door for so many well, young artists. You know, I, I, I'll take the credit of opening the door. What I won't take credit for is for those wonderful young people who have had the gumption to walk through that open door. And I think that's the most important part of it. And that's credit where credit is definitely due. I mean, you know, you see this world where there's, there's, you know, some people can take something that someone says out of context and then turn it into what what the young people now call a beef. Um, and I just have to sit back and laugh. And, and, and I knew exactly where you were coming from with that. You know, five decades know. in this business. Five decades? <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's in the music business. I'm not talking about banking. I'm not talking about a factory. I'm not talking about other type of jobs. I'm talking about the music business, five decades. That's very hard to do. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you something. Who, uh, it's it's been actually fifty eight years. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I, I I've been out here a long time. I've learned an awful lot, and uh, the shoulders that I've been standing on for so many years: Ella Fitzgerald, Sarah Vaughan, Lena Horne, Diane Carroll. You know those ladies, um, Marlene Dietrich, who gave me the power to be, become who I have become. And I think my shoulders have become pretty broad and they need to be stood on by some of these kids so that, you know, there are certain protocols that show business were created with. And I think that's something that has to be gotten back to. And 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 I I understand, and, I, and I'm going to go into our last song in a minute, um, I understand that the 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 information was really taken out of context because I love Beyonce. <laughs> yeah. I, I do. I think she's she's a great performer. I think she she has studied this music business. She has studied this game. She's setting a hell of an example for younger people. But mm-hmm. you know, for a Dion Warwick for for I guess the media to create a, some kind of you know out of out of the offhand context. To, to try oh, yeah. to create a beef, you know, I understand we have to do things sometimes to create controversy. There's no controversy there. Five decades no, 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 and eight no, years. No. I've, I've known this young lady since she's 16 years old. I happen to mm-hmm. adore her. She is really, really doing something that is so incredible. I could not be prouder of her and the success that goes along with it. She's earned it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's like everything else. I know what it is. 
the hard work that goes into what she's doing. And I just want her to continue to do that. That status is something that is earned and is bestowed upon you. So, you know, that that's where that came from. You know, it's nothing more than that. I don't know why I don't know why okay. people want to make something a mole a molehill, a mountain out of a molehill, as my mother used to say. <laughs> <laughs> well also now with your granddaughter, and before I get back to you, Cheyenne, mm-hmm. um yeah. is she does she have a record deal at, at this point? She's recording right now, as a matter of fact. And I've heard uh, four of the songs that she's gotten done already. And the world better watch out. That's all I can say. Now, Dion, I'm not one to put anybody in a box because you've done gospel, you've done jazz, you've done pop, you've sang with Gladys Knight and, 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 and Patti LaBelle, you've sang R&B. You know, I'm not one to put anybody in a box, but Cheyenne, to me, is I I can't describe what I've heard. I mean, exactly. she's yeah. how can you can can you describe the music that she's 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 a she's gonna be in? I mean, I could. You know what? It's like people ask me, how do I define my music? I don't. I just say I'm music, and fortunately, I can say that about Cheyenne. She's music. You cannot put her okay. in a box. Okay. I kind of sense that, but, um, you know, I, I wanted to get it, you know, that's why I wanted you to say it and talk uh-huh. to you about it, definitely. What I'd love to have you come back, Dion, you got a home here on the Love Zone USA. I mean, you know, when we're talking about love, I think you epitomize that <laughs> uh, with oh, your music you. and what you've done, you know, over the years and even what the fan has said about you. I hope you'll grace us again. I I understand you're going to be touring. Where are you going to be in the New York, New Jersey area? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the closest I'm going to be is actually it's Connecticut. We'll be in Connecticut. Uh, I think it's the 20th of this month. I'm not quite sure. I know it's in June. That's for sure. Okay. Well, we'll get the date and promote it. And I'm going to close with this last song, which is, you know, uh, what the world needs now. Why don't you tell our a little bit about that before we close out, Dion. Of course. Uh, that happens to be a song that um, is very dear to my heart. And the way this world has become so chaotic, I think that's what we need now. We need a lot of love. You know, it's the only thing that we can find that will conquer hate and, and segregation and disintegration of people. I think, you know, if we all stopped and thought about it, if we know anything about the Bible, the Bible tells you God is love. And that's what we need more of, too. So, without no further ado, this wonderful choir called Jubilation and I had a wonderful time recording this. And we certainly hope that it will meet people's ears, ears and hearts. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. Thank you so much, Dion, and we're going to close with that right here on the Love Zone USA, and here it is. What the world needs now is love, sweet love, on the Love Zone USA with our guest, Dion Warwick. Ciao. Good evening. It's Don Trey with your 5 o'clock, and things are not looking good in the financial sector. Wall Street's down. Housing market is down with foreclosures across the market. And speaking of Wall Street, protesters are flooding downtown. 